0: the insert credit show, I guess, right? I uh, guess so. Where we have a brand new format, which is we uh, each discuss uh, an equal portion of topics to the table. If there's a third guest, uh, that's 15 minutes each, and then the remaining portion is open to questions from our listeners. Uh, we did real good with that format in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as of today, Ask.fm has suspended our account for excessive abuse, threats, nudity, profanity, or other policy violations. Yeah, that was me. Oh, yeah. Were you... Oh, man. I so, was... Uh, my nude policies. Somebody report our nude policies. Uh, so, yeah. Um, as with the last time, I'm streaming this to my channel, but I did not announce it to anyone, so... Uh, there, what, the, what the stream is seeing is an image that is, uh, I crudely wrote insert credit over our your account is suspended page. So yeah. that's, uh, that's what everybody gets to look at for
1: that this sounds... entire
0: uh, radio broadcast we're doing today. Sounds right. If you're listening on your phone and you're listening to it on Twitch uh, and you're listening to it live, Feel free to click the audio only option and save yourself some, uh, some data. Uh, that's uh, that's all <laughs> I have to say about that. Uh, that's a good option if you want to just listen to a guy react while he plays a video game uh, while you're on the bus. Which, I don't know who does that, but, you know, somebody's got to do that. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. So, um... Basically, what's going on this week is uh, Frank announced his departure uh, two weeks ago today. Yeah. And, uh, and we were so sad about it last week that we didn't do a show. Well, that's not actually the full reason. Uh, I uh, I didn't have electricity in my house last week at this time. So that's, uh, that's why. that's pretty much why we didn't do a show.
1: That's something else to be sad about.
0: Yeah, there was a goof up involving uh, pretty much everybody in the world not giving me any money.
1: <laughs> I keep having that problem myself.
0: Literally literally <laughs> no one on earth gave me money last week. And yeah. um, and I couldn't pay my electric bill which uh man I didn't tell you the full idea of the electric bill. It was uh uh I owed $1100 because uh, I didn't have enough money in my bank account the week that Video Ball came out, which is a pretty good omen, right? Yeah. And uh, that was when PG&E would have auto-billed me. They tried to auto-bill me. It didn't work. And that resulted in them uh, shutting off the auto-bill. And then that's how long you can go before they say, wait a minute. it's You can go from July to March. That's not a bad chunk of time you can get free electricity from some idiots, you know?
1: Yeah, well, not really free. It's more of a loan, because, you know, you get yeah. a, and you owed that
0: $1,000. But I paid it. Daddy paid it, and uh, Baby gets to play his Zelda. But here's the peculiar thing. Mm-hmm. I have not touched Zelda since the power came back on. I heard that. Why, why not? It's. I can see my Nintendo Switch with the neon Joy-Cons across the room. But I haven't touched it in almost two weeks.
1: That Zelda was just one breath too wild, I guess. Oh yeah, my my breathing has been quite
0: wild, uh since uh since, you know, the electricity debacle.
1: Have the people that don't like that game have they have they called it more like breath of the mild or breath of the child, etc.? Uh I think
0: I I think someone has to have called it breath of the mild at this point. Yeah, but breath of the child is definitely what I would call it if I were really, really
1: mad at it. Yeah, I think if so, I were mad at it, I might say uh, that it made me breath of the riled, like riled up. You see, I got
0: breath. I got breath of the. I, you can get riled up positively. Have you never been riled up with the positivity?
1: I I have on infrequent occasion. Uh, I'll tell you one that that happened recently. Uh, I made a I made a tweet on the tweets. About how uh if anybody wanted to get rid of their old video games, they could go ahead and sell those or give those to me, yeah, I and remember then, that one, yeah, and then this one fella said that he has his he has this giant collection, and he just wants to he just wants to get rid of it, and I should come over with a u haul and yeah. uh, I did get positively riled by that statement, especially after he said he had one or two of every dreamcast game
0: one or two of every that's a little greedy
1: yeah we'll see if that's real yeah we're going to find out yeah i
0: mean so wait where is the guy
1: he's in san francisco so it's not it's not oh, really shoot. a big deal yeah
0: let's let's go get him i'll go over there
1: yeah uh, i got to wait till may that's when he, he's available for for giving it to me
0: Oh, you've got to wait until man. I needed to. I needed to be much quicker with what I was going to say. I was, <laughs> I was going to be like, "Oh, you're waiting until May." Oh, well then, so that's when you may go over. Nice. See, that's not good though. I could have stylized something that was good, and it didn't work.
1: We'll workshop and, that one.
0: And therefore, it's just fallen completely flat. Um. So we what what we're going to do today is uh we we were talking about the uh the possibility of doing a two-person podcast uh and I told you uh and uh, there was I don't know if there was disbelief so much as uh what but I was like you know in, in as far as I can tell most of the popular podcasts on the internet are uh just two people right I mean, there's yeah. there's there's a lot of them. If you go down the list, it's just two people. And this is this is why the audience questions uh, such a such a good idea, you know? Yeah. Was uh, because that gives you two people, and then you know, there's no uh, there's no con- no majority if there's if there's just two people,
1: you know? Certainly.
0: If we have to like say yes or no to something, it's like it's possible that it'll just be a split. That's yeah. more exciting than being like well 2 out of 3 of us said yes.
1: Yeah. I guess I you know we had this we started with 4 then we went to mm-hmm. then we went to 3 and then maybe 4 again and then 3. It just feels like yeah, uh, you know at this rate what's next? one of us? zero of us?
0: Man, no, if there was one of us we would be a YouTuber.
1: Yeah, I guess that's right. That's, uh
0: I realized that actually fairly recently I didn't know. Uh um I I applied for a job that uh, I've told you about this uh, privately. I, I might as well announce this on the show. I applied to a job as the uh, as a as a video personality for a a website, and uh, I still don't know about the job. Uh, they they haven't hired anybody yet, but uh, I had to do some samples, and I did like a sample five minutes of me. Uh, Reading and reacting to the news, right? That was all written and scripted and edited all tightly. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I was like, Wow, I, I look like a YouTuber. Right? And then I was like, It's pretty much just a one person podcast. That's what YouTubers are. Yeah. It's it's one person podcast with a face. That's
1: weird. And you gotta be making goofy blah, blah,
0: blah, blah, sounds or you uh, got to be uh uh really disingenuously laughing. Like like the guy'll be like, "Well, so the way I think, ha, ha, you know, you don't got to agree with me, huh?" Like that every like 10 seconds, and that's that's infuriating. Tis. I hate it. It's no ever, good. Have you ever tried watching these YouTubers?
1: I have had to try recently. I was trying to get some people to like stream Odeer and all that. Then I realized I should probably wait till it's on Steam, because I'll probably maybe have some chance of making a little more money that way. Yeah, went on uh, Steam, it's time to stream. Yeah, that's right. That's why they called it that. Mm-hmm. They couldn't call it stream. So that was taken. So they went with Steam. Anywho, I had to watch a whole bunch load of these guys, and, you know, some of them are okay. Some of them aren't that bad. But yeah. a lot of them... It seems like the more popular you get, the more like a clown you have to be, and not in a good way. Like, the, I think clowns kind of get a bad rap because there are a lot of clowns out there that you know they just want to entertain the children. They have a legitimate care about the youth and also about the craft. of Or some of them have uh, really clown. big feet. Yeah, and,
0: like For really example. long feet, and there's only one type of shoe that'll fit.
1: So. Yeah, that's right. Maybe they the have shoe a, fits. a weirdly the, be a clown. Got a weirdly deformed <laughs> nose that makes a honking sound when you when you squeeze it. Exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: If the shoe fits, be a clown. That's right. right.
1: That's the That's, one. Mm. So let's but, go let's go back to this format of what we're gonna do.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh the format when we had Frank for the one episode that we where we debuted the uh, exactly one episode of this format uh, was <laughs> we each got to talk about one thing for 15 minutes. I think that went pretty well. Yeah. Uh, that episode should be live pretty soon, actually. Yeah. So I was Couple, just talking to, uh, talking to Blaine Brown uh, earlier today. It's, Me too. Uh, it's it's going to be done, uh, and it's going to be hot as well. Uh, I heard it's going to be hot, so I'm not really sure, uh, but it felt like it was pretty good. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is uh since it's our inaugural two-person episode, who knows how many of these there will be. Indeed. Uh, uh it would be fun to rotate in a third guest every now and again and uh, a third person and just be like, "Now you're here." Yeah. You know. And uh, you get to talk about whatever you want for 15 minutes and then you help us answer questions. I don't know, that's that's a good format. It's off the cuff as heck. But today I just the the one thing that came to mind for me was that I try to think of five games Brandon hasn't played, and he tries to think of five games I haven't played. And we just uh, ask each other, have you played this game? You should. And that's yeah. it. That's pretty loose, IMO. Mm-hmm. That's pretty loose. And, Tis. uh Yeah. Uh, I was going to let you go first.
1: Okay. So I'm going to keep... I'm going to start with some that I'm I'm on the fence of whether you might have played them and uh and then if you have I'm just going to move on until I find one you haven't and then I'm going to talk about that.
0: All right. Let's see. Let's so, see uh, uh, how many uh try, Oh, so you're you're not going to start with one that you you are not super confident about.
1: No, I I could start with one that I'm pretty sure you haven't played or I could start with one that uh I think you. It's possible you have played, but I'm more interested in talking about slightly. <laughs> that's well, that's how I'm ranking these here.
0: It sounds like uh, I don't know which one would be which, but it sounds yeah. like flipping a coin is a good idea.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna start with one, and uh, that is Anisan Anesan on, <coughs> on for the PC Engine. Have you played that
0: Anisan on for the PC Engine? I have not. No. And, oh. uh All Part right. of the uh, the the thing that I want to stress here is we don't we don't look them up. I yeah. don't look them up during the the, the show. Okay, uh, so... I look them up later, though. And yeah. Then, uh, maybe I play them, because I do have a complete uh, PC Engine ROM set, because I'm a, I'm a disgusting burglar.
1: Well, this is you a know? CD game, Super CD, no less. Oh,
0: I've got a complete uh, CD set of Excellent. everything. I've well, got... Yeah, it's gross.
1: That's good news. So then you could play this game, which stars multiple... Uh, Yankee in the Japanese gangster sense. Schoolgirls. Yankee Thu- schoolgirls. Yeah, thus they are called Anesan. Kind of like your 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 lady equivalent of Aniki when they call each other Big Bro in in such an organization. Anyway, it's a beat em up starring Yankee schoolgirls and the beat em upness is passable to fair I would say but it's got a lot of good attitude and it's got a lot of big hair and a lot of pink and a lot of purple and whenever you defeat a rival gang like you're you're going all around the prefecture beating up these rival gangs and when you defeat them they become your underlings and then you can use them in subsequent fights unless they're in the hospital at the time which is what happens if they get beaten up and eventually you game over like if you if if all of your ladies wind up in the hospital. But <clears throat> what's really cool about this thing is all the extra biz they put in there. For example, you can in the uh you, you can decorate your room. So it has a lot of things you can buy with, with money that you earn from shaking down other gangsters. And so you can put like posters up and plants and change the color of your wall and do all this stuff and doing those things increases your 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 crews hardiness because it you know it makes them feel more confident in themselves and then uh, whenever you kind of finish an evening in your room then sometimes you'll have dreams about becoming a princess or fairy tale things so it's this weird kind of hard, soft thing going on. And there are many games, like, making the meanest, ugliest face possible within a time frame. And it's a—it's just this odd game that I feel like was maybe made actually for women, not for guys. Like, they wanted to make a cool yeah. action game, but they wanted to put a bunch of shojo stuff in it, too. And so it's a neat, weird mashup of stuff that is imperfect but but is pretty neat and pretty fun. So that's that's my that's my first one right there.
0: Yeah, uh so wait, what is the what is the style of the fighting? Like what's the uh what's the type of fight you're having? It is it's it's a belt scroller. So Oh, a belt scroller in the uh, in the British term. Mhm. Uh moving up and down, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh Moving up and down and and to the right, and you also have some limited special moves, a la um, Streets of Rage, etc. And some of those, <clears throat> but you have you have ones that you can just do, and then you have ones that hurt you, and they're basically not useful at all. And it and the characters are not balanced; they're completely. You know, some have way higher reach and are just much stronger, and others of them are just not very useful. But it's pretty fun to just play around with and have a have a game of chicken on scooters, which is another thing you can do. Does it have, like, sweet, hot music or what? It alternates between... Well, it depends on your definition of sweet, hot music, because it's real weird. It's got a lot of vocals and dudes going like, da-da-da and uh it's kind of rockabilly themed so i
0: take it it would be quite rockabilly i mean it's just if it's got anything related to the aniki culture they don't don't know how to listen to anything else
1: yeah and so it's you know it's kind of bad (laughs) because they didn't they didn't really do a great job with any of that stuff in that era but it's bad in a way that's very compelling and odd and uh it's got a lot of voice samples as well from from ladies just like hurling insults at each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I mean that's in the music, not a that's not like a something that happens when ladies are beating each other up. It's just part of the part of the soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I would uh I would play some weird Japanese beat 'em up with girls with big rockabilly. Do they got pompadours?
1: They got more like oh, there there's a pompadour but mostly, it's that kind of like teased out, like big feathery hair stuff, um, like the '70s manga style, big old, big old perms and and uh, blowouts. I believe they call them those oh, sorts yeah. of things. Yeah. Oh yeah, stuff. blowout
0: with a whole bunch of that spray
1: yeah. in there. Kind of like gets heck.
0: that cotton candy texture. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was fake. You know, like it was a wig. That's how... That's how blown out it is. They just... It's, like, heat activated, so the hair gets really, like... It just kind of curls real tight and gross. Yeah. I love
1: it. It's pretty bizarre. I, I remember in... Probably middle school time, which was the... That was the early 90s, I guess. I was more aware and looking around at the world than I had been before, and, like, looking at other human beings. And living in in Contra Costa County in in the East Bay over here, in the Bay Area, I should say, there were pockets of communities that had been relatively unchanged by new trends. And so one could see a then 30-something-year-old lady with a huge teased-out, blowout hairdo thing. And uh, I was just... I was shocked that such a configuration of hair could exist on a person's head, and like in the wind, maintain such integrity. But so you were uh,
0: you were tripping, is what you're saying?
1: Yes, straight
0: tripping. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I trip in a wobbly uh, fashion. Uh it's not uh, as anyway, good. Yeah, it's not as not as good. Uh, let's. I can introduce a game to you, and it's yes, a game you, you probably know of, but. I don't feel like you've played it, and I feel like you should. Uh, And here's... I mean, maybe you have played it, which would be really funny, because it's... uh, When thinking what games should Brandon play that he hasn't played, I, uh... uh, The immediate first thing I thought of was, a long time ago, you were talking about finally, someday, possibly getting around to collecting uh, NES games, right? Oh, yeah. You were talking about that, and I was like... If you want the good ones to play, uh, I can give you a list of the Mm -hmm. essential good ones to play. Because we never did an insert credit episode about the good NES games. Yeah, we
2: didn't.
0: The the way we did about Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I wrote this list of like 20 NES games and I sent it to you. But you probably didn't play those games or think about them. So it's like I don't want to just pick straight from that list but uh, uh
1: i think it's so, worth starting with some of them
0: yeah yeah so i'm going to start with a super nintendo game All right. which is you know out of left field and i believe it was on our list of best super nintendo games ever but i was talking to somebody the other day about it and uh just loving it uh, have you played secret of evermore
1: now secret of evermore that's the one where there's like uh like a dog is there a dog in it yeah yeah. And uh, and you're a little you're a little boy. Mm-hmm. So, I while I would not count myself as having played it, I did play it when it came out, like not long after it came out, yeah. at my friend's house for like about fifteen minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember like what kind of a part the game
1: was at? Uh, there was some running around and, uh, trying to get a thing. (laughs) That's what I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) There's, uh, so the game, uh, because we used to always talk about, you know, in the the old days, we would talk about hangout games. Yeah. Right? Um, Secret of Evermore is, I think, the most supremely hangouty y video game. Uh, video game that has a, a story, obviously. Obviously, Animal Crossing is the ultimate hangout video game, right? I mean, it just is, because that's all it is. It's a game about hanging out. It's
1: definitely about hanging out, but they they try to get in your way as much as possible. Yeah, yeah.
0: But it's all in the name of uh, constructive hangout attitude or whatever. Uh, 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 Secret of Evermore has these just big old locations for you to hang out in. Just these, like, huge big places. So you play the part of a kid right who loves going to the movies right yeah. and his whole thing is he likes watching really bad movies in his hometown beat up movie theater and uh it's just hilarious right so you go to the movie theater and he gets accidentally transported into some teleporter that a scientist built in his town into a world that has like four four uh different movie like b-movie trope related uh sectors in it oh there's prehistoric zone uh ancient rome medieval times and then like flash gordon sci-fi those are like the four
1: regions of i feel this like world. the prehistoric zone may have been the zone that i experienced
0: yeah so that's the fun uh the fun joke about this game is that the the prehistoric zone is the the very beginning right and uh it's uh, kind of really bleak and desolate, and it's not very exciting. But then the next one you go to is Ancient Rome, and the Ancient Rome part just totally owns. And, I yeah. mean, it's just all full of these big hangout things. Like, there's a a Roman marketplace, right, you know? And uh, there's, like, a huge puzzle you can do in the Roman marketpla- marketplace that's just, like, trading things like this guy will give you some beans which you can trade for some wheat or whatever and you just have to sit there and hang out in this giant uh marketplace which has like really cool chill music and uh just figure out what the uh what the solution to this puzzle is or you just don't do it and you can just go on to the dungeon or whatever or you can choose to hang out in this big old awesome place and it's just full of weird little playful stuff like that uh, and it's just it's got kind of this stuff. It's got some stuff that people who like near uh would like. Is mm-hmm. my uh, my presumption here because of the the amount of hang attitude and playfulness. And it's also full of this kid who's an idiot will not stop referencing made up movies, right? Like just <laughs> fake movies uh-huh. where it's like, oh, you're just like that guy in that movie I saw, and the 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 NPC will be like, what? And it's just really bad dumb jokes but very uh, the writers were very aware the jokes were dumb and bad and uh, it's got this alchemy system for magic right where instead of magic points you have to like collect ingredients and you're always finding the ingredients just everywhere you just like pick stuff up off the ground all over the place and it's just this really nebulous weird system that's like do I have enough to use a fire spell Uh, probably and then you know you've got the stuff and it's just so chill I so recall chilled. it being
1: difficult, but this recollection is from many, many years ago, so I don't know if that's accurate.
0: It might be, it, it's, it was a little hard, uh, I guess. The the opening part is a little bit, uh, you know, sink or swim. It's a bit rough. Uh, when you start the game out, you're just like, you just want to see the, well, I don't know, when I first played it, I just wanted to see the Ancient Rome part. I didn't want to hang out with giant bugs and wolves and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, eventually man, yeah, it's just dope. It's it's hard if you don't know that it's cool, I guess. <laughs> so that's that's my kind of video game. Uh well, and that's that's my sale on that.
1: Uh, all right. I'd give that a shoot, see.
0: Yeah, it's a good dope, you know, big one to smoke, you know.
1: Mhm. Right. I yeah. mean if
0: you like smoking, right? I love it. Let's not talk about smoking, though.
1: Yeah, let's not. Um, okay, I guess I'd better come up with one. I'm not... Let's see, I don't know what to choose here. I got this big list of of things. I guess I'll choose uh, one that is interesting for one specific reason next. And, All right, I
0: like one specific reason.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to guess you haven't played it, but who knows? Have you played... The Catwoman game for the Game Boy Advance.
0: No, <laughs> oh no, that's that's a good uh, a good suggestion. Yeah. What, a, what do we got? What's the deal with that one?
1: So, it's a What's... it's an action platformer, isometric thing. Where oh, you an are... act plat. Yeah, it's an act plat starring a starring a black cat. <laughs> oh, it's an act plat starring a black cat. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you are Catwoman, and you're going around, and you're trying to you know heist things and do whatever and but it's mostly about jumping around, moving around, whipping around and that sort of thing. And the game while it does limit you with some invisible walls and stuff, which is disappointing because it it's clear that they had the capacity to do more than that. Um it has these pretty big worlds and does not particularly punish you for messing around in them. And the movement and jumping actually feels pretty good. And it feels like they want you to always be moving because she'll jump like off of a rooftop and land two floors below and do a roll and keep running. Instead yeah. of instead of stopping you and planting you and making you like take take stock of your surroundings again. So the the movement in that game, while not perfect, feels extremely good for a Game Boy Advance game particularly. For, for a game that, that looks like it does, that's very 16-bit-ish, and feels like it should be more about precision than... Well, actually, frankly, it feels like it should be Really bad because it's a licensed game, but um, who it, made you, it? It was made by I've forgotten. It was made by some in uh, like British, no French, French or German people. I think it it was made by some people that that it seemed like they really liked stuff. Um, and it's a it's a neat weird game that surprised me. I found this game while I was. Uh, I was I was cat sitting Frank's cat. Oh, uh, a cat and a cat with a cat and an Akplat. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Uh, and I was going through basically every Game Boy Advance game that looked interesting on his on his whatever the whatever the EverDrive is for the Game Boy Advance. Is it um, a, is it a based on the movie? It is based on the movie starring. Halle Berry. Uh, Halle Berry. You know, I never saw that movie. That's, I saw it I'm, recently, I'm, and it's—you uh, could have fun with that movie. It's stupid. People
0: hate on it, but you know, they—they they were just ready to hate on stuff at that time. I guess. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's—it's it's bad, but it's bad in—in in a way that is pretty fun, and also bad in a way that you're not really going to get anymore. So yeah, it's—it's it's pretty good. So yeah, that game—they've polished everything now. Yeah, they they, they uh, put everything through a tumbler. So this game is not fantastic, but playing around with the movement mechanics and the jumping, uh, I think you will find it interesting. It's it feels like something that I want, I wish that had been pushed further and been put in another game. So that's that. Man, yeah, I would play. Uh... Uh, I'm
0: gonna. I wrote this down in my little list here, because uh, I've got a. I've got on a, on my Mac. I've got this uh, Open Mu emulator that yeah. lets me run those, those uh, GBA games and on this beautiful screen. And uh, uh, Daddy loves it. So
1: beautiful screen.
0: I'm gonna play this whatever this stupid Catwoman game is. Yeah. I'm gonna have a good time. Uh, I like <laughs> isometric. Games. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I like dumb weird uh I'm a big fan of that Land
1: Stalker. hmm oh, I've played yeah. more Lightbringer than Landstalker, but I also like an isometric Genesis jump around RPG. Oh yeah. What you mean Light like Crusader? That's what I meant. Oh shoot. What the heck's Lightbringer? I don't know Lightbringer sounds dope though. Yeah. Well I'll play that one too if I find out what it is. Heck, I'd, I'd probably want to play that.
0: <laughs> um, man, okay, so I'm looking at my list of Super Nintendo games, or, or regular Nintendo games, mm-hmm. and uh, there's just so many that I could feed you here, and I'm trying to do it based on uh, what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's some you've probably... Probably yeah, I mean,
1: played... I can just tell you some of the ones I have played, which is like... Ones that I recommended that yeah, you played? Yeah, I'm or just... sure you yeah. might have recommended Low G-Man. Oh, yeah. Or uh, Vice Project Doom. Yeah. Uh, you might have even re- have recommended Journey to Silius. Oh, I love
0: that game. Uh, but so... not but not really. I don't really like that game that much. So
1: those are... Let's see, is there any other ones in here that what you might have... I have Mendel Palace, but I haven't actually played that.
0: Oh Mendel Palace.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, man, so Solar Solar Jetman, to... Shatterhand. Okay, I think that's probably about it.
0: Oh, you've played Solar Jetman. See, like I wouldn't uh I wouldn't like really recommend Solar Jetman to like you personally, even though it's like one of my favorite games on that system. Mm-hmm. I just I love that stupid game. But it's uh it's very clearly not for everybody. Yeah, um, I
1: like I like stuff that feels that doesn't feel old. I think we've discussed this before, but like yeah. Shatterhand works as a game for me because you know that you can move reliably and and jump and do things. Like it feels it feels responsive and like I'm not waiting for stuff. It feels more like a PC Engine game than what I interpret to be an NES game. Yeah, yeah, that
0: makes perfect sense. Um. Yeah, so I'm just thinking God, there was a game on the tip of my tongue that I was gonna substitute in that was a Super Nintendo game just to keep this uh whoops trend of not introducing a Nintendo game. Uh-huh. Uh but God darned if I don't remember what it was. It was something related to Solar Jet Man or Low G Man. Hm. Mm, some kind of a man. I don't know, I just got I got too much on my mind. You know what I mean? I do. It's just uh it's, it's too many things flying in and out. I'm looking at my personal uh emulator playlist of yeah. uh of NES games, and some of this stuff is pretty dope uh just games that I like that are not necessarily good, like Thundercade, uh which is a top down motorcycle racing game or mm-hmm. motorcycle shooting game where you're on, it's by sammy you're uh you're riding a motorcycle and shooting. Top down. I don't want to recommend you that, though. Yeah. I mean, who, who cares about Thundercade? <laughs> I mean, you got to be a complete Moran to like that game. Uh, one of the games I was going to bring up uh, was Zen Intergalactic Ninja for the um,
1: NES. Have you played that? I haven't, but I am aware. I had like a comic for it. Yeah. And there was, was a little toy. He, he's like a blue guy, and he's got three fingers, and he's got a staff, right?
0: Yeah. It was one of those cross media projects. Yeah. Where they tried to do a whole bunch of crap at once. uh, Where they tried to do like a comic book, a movie, and a video game, and none of them were like any good. Yeah. But the video game is super interesting. Let's just go ahead and say that uh, I would recommend checking this out because you can probably find it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, by Konami. uh, And you know how a lot of those old licensed games were. Uh, a famous example being DuckTales, where it's like, what was DuckTales supposed to be, right? It was not supposed to be about Scrooge McDuck right. and the DuckTales story, because uh, it was probably some guy with a pogo stick, probably yeah. like Happy Mr. Pogo or whatever, like they <laughs> didn't know what to call it. And then they got the DuckTales license and they go, we like this controls prototype you've got. Yeah. And then they just kind of shoehorned it all together. That's my, you know, my head headcanon for that. So what Zen Intergalactic Ninja is, is it's a Konami version of that, right? With a whole bunch of really, really Konami-sounding sounds and music all over it. But uh, rather than be just one game that they uh, slap the license on, every level is like a different game. Some of the levels are these isometric, auto-scrolling, race-like levels. Some of them are... You're just fighting a boss on, like, a single-screen-wide, like, ten-screen-tall arena.
2: Hmm.
0: And it has lots and lots of color. And, uh, I mean, it just it has graphics that look really amazing for the NES. And it's broken and bad. Like, it's not good.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? That doesn't uh, really bother me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it doesn't really feel... Uh, It doesn't have, like, the playability of a modern game. So it's not going to feel good to play. Okay. But it's hecka interesting. Because it's just... Every level is just some weird, different thing. And it just boggles my
1: darn mind uh, how weird it is. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of that. I'll play a a weird experiment. a series of experiments. Being based on a... uh, media
0: multi-media franchise that never really nobody ever really knew existed kind of makes it more interesting as far as i'm concerned yeah and that's the straight dope out of me
1: about that it's that's a weird one because i that's one of those things that i forgot i knew anything about (laughs) yeah it's it's when you a weird little thing. Zen the Intergalactic Ninja, I was like, oh, yeah, like that toy and comic I had.
0: <laughs> it's like those, uh, you know, like Remember the 80s. Uh, like, imagine if there was an episode of Remember the 80s, if that's even a real thing, mm-hmm. uh, or not like a skit on Saturday Night Live, or I don't actually know if there is a show called Remember the 80s. But remember, imagine if there was an episode of a show called Remember the 90s, where every reference was like, uh, do you remember this? And then it's like, no, <laughs> but that did exist. Now that you mention it, yeah. Like that's that's the '90s to me. Uh, that's the late NES era right. to me. Remember so, Rock Lords? And then you're like, no, but <laughs> that's real. Yeah. I but I know it's real. Yeah. You know, that's Zen Intergalactic Ninja. Yeah. So that's the there's
1: thing. there's that one. Uh, yeah, I can't remember it, but it's real. I like exactly. that. So, I guess I'll go with one more here. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with a couple more, but I'm going to go to my next one, is what I mean to say. Yeah. So, uh, this one's a bit odd. I'm 90% sure you haven't really played it because it is impossible to play, almost. It yeah. is It is colors for the Gizmondo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I sure haven't played Colors for the Gizmondo. Yeah, so as far as I know, I think... I mean, okay, uh, I'm pr- I was going to say I'm probably the only person that has quote-unquote beaten this game. Um, but that's probably not true anymore, because now Ouch. you can get that all on the emulators and whatnot. Yeah. But at the time of the Gizmondo being an actual selling device. I received advanced copies of the game Colors, and I played it until it was not possible for me to get additional missions, which I interpreted as the end of the game because I couldn't find anything else to do, and I went everywhere. So, uh, but I would recommend this game to you for a couple of reasons. One is, it is one of the earlier GTA like attempts that was actually successful in what it was trying to do and i mean GTA 3 like when i say GTA like yeah so you know you're in a you're in a gang and you're trying to get come up in the world and you're doing things like selling drugs and running guns and shooting people and stuff but uh it's an interesting sort of it feels since they didn't have as many resources a bit more like an rpg to me with dungeons and 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 towns because all the it was very mission based where you would have to you know gta had this as well of course but where you would have to go and do a specific thing in a specific place and the the levels are there's actual you know level design that makes this There are uh, uh, multiple ways, but kind of better and worse ways to do this thing. Um, And so there's that, and also in between all your missions and stuff, there are hangout spots and do-whatever spots, and places where gang members are just going to show up and shoot at you and things. Um, So I kind of like... I like the way that it's paced and gated. But also... It has some really amazing crazy moments, like when you are forced to take some drugs yourself, and then... To prove that you're a real drug man? Yeah, or something like that. I don't remember the exact reason for it happening, but when that happens, the area where you are is this sort of red-lined hallway, and uh, you wind up going on this this maze-like loop chasing after a literal white rabbit it's a guy in a white rabbit suit uh as the they used all the shaders they could think of to make this thing look bizarre and creepy and weird and it almost goes into a kind of survival horror thing because you keep repeating the same loop but the guy goes off in a different direction this time and so you you go off over there, and you're not really sure if you're actually progressing or not. But the way it feels like it's progressing is because your 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 vision is getting all distorted and weird. And it was like a a, a neat moment that they that they put in there. And there's just a lot of stuff that they clearly tried with that game, regardless of whether it worked. It's you know before Saints Row, and I think it was before Saints Row and before all the others that that tried it. It was a GTA 3 like that that actually worked. So that would so be my recommendation.
0: Was it uh so the a uh, man so it's so weird that Gizmondo is just one of those video game systems I don't know anything about. I know yeah. that it was a uh, It was was it color?
1: Oh, it's it's, uh, it was it's a it's it's fully <laughs> It's fully 3D.
0: It. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh... a... What a blind spot. This was around when uh, I had... uh, I remember you posting about it on Insert Credit. Yeah. uh, But uh, that was around the time when I had decided uh, quite ostentatiously and audaciously that video games were for babies. You (laughs) know? And uh, all I wanted to talk about was the good games that i selfishly perceived to have you know only only come from a specific uh period of time and place yeah yeah so it's like uh
1: yeah yeah it uh, was that that system was actually remarkably powerful it operated on windows ce and it had shoot. some some sort of uh decent actual chip in it and it could it was basically it was basically like a tiny PS two in its uh abilities. I mean it wasn't quite to that level, but it was more more or less right there. And it ran at so, a pretty decent frame rate and everything.
0: So I mean you you have always liked the portable video game systems and uh yeah. we've never we've never addressed this in these exact words, but uh I've always disliked portable video game systems. Mm-hmm. I've just always had a problem with them. And uh and that's the reason- where they
1: made the Switch, so we could both be happy.
0: Yeah, it's great. Uh, I actually uh, enjoy the Switch kind of a lot as a portable system. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good to use portably. Uh, I've been playing that Zelda in my bed, or I had been playing it in my bed, until suddenly, you know, stuff yeah. happened. Like, what the heck, huh?
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. uh, uh, Daddy
1: wants to play his video games in his bed. Uh yeah, it's a good place for it. Well, I think if you if you can manage to get that on the emulator, which I'm I'm sure you can. Well, maybe maybe it's not that worth trying. Maybe the description alone is enough, but I feel like had had you played it, you would have found it interesting. Oh, and another really stupid thing that you could do with it is you could take a picture. And uh you could take a picture with the the camera on the device and yeah. use that as your tag like cuz you could spray paint things. Oh yeah, that's dope. So I just put a uh, really stupid nonsense all over my the the world of colors, my own personal world which nobody will ever see because it's it's you know, it's nobody has a gizmondo and and there's hardly any way for me to ever show that to anybody. Did but, you
0: like did you play all the way through this game? Did you beat this game?
1: Right, so as I was saying at the beginning i I believe I beat it because I couldn't find any more stuff to do the game wasn't done this, this ah, it, it, in that's addition why it's impossible to play yeah in in addition to being on a very obscure console it was the big hyped title but it wasn't it wasn't finished so I had a pre-release copy of it and I you know I asked the PR folks at the time is this finished and they're like I don't know like nobody nobody cared about this console even at the time everyone thought it was a joke oh man i have a little little sidebar about the gizmondo launch party which i which i went to and which is where i acquired three gizmondos oh um, man three <laughs> <laughs> what did, wait, what 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 became of all three gizmondos one of them is in active use or was in active use when was the last time you played your gizmondo
0: do you like uh, how I'm, like,
1: branching these questions? Yeah. This is good. I would say that the last time I played it, it was probably it was probably ten years ago. Uh, so that's about as active as you can get with a Gizmondo. What was the game you uh, played on it? Was it Colors? I think Colors was the last game I played on it. Nice. Uh, okay, so, so what became I, of the three Gizmondos I, that you got at the Gizmondo launch party? Right, so there's that one. Another one I sold for money. And Nice. And the, the third is sealed in a box. I still have it. Shoot.
0: Yep. I'll buy it for you $50. 50 bucks. No, I definitely don't want a 50. Man, I yeah. was sitting in my car outside of Target uh yesterday. I don't know. I I it, it has does anybody else in the chat do this? Uh is anybody listening? Let us know. Uh hit up the insert credit show that has been suspended for uh uh, obscene content that did yeah. not exist. Yeah. Um. Uh, does anybody ever like drive somewhere, and then I don't look at my phone when I drive? Right. That's wrong. Yeah. You know. Uh. So do you ever drive somewhere and you park your car and then you get your phone out and you're like, let's take a look at the texts, and then you just kind of find yourself just sitting there in the car for like ten minutes, <laughs> and you're like, uh, uh uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and then you like, you get up and you just like look around, you know, you like pat your clothes down to make sure, you know, you didn't fall asleep. and
1: Yeah, make sure you're back in reality. Yourself.
0: Yeah, and then you get out of your car, and this happened to me yesterday when I got out of my car, and I got up, and I'm walking into the Target. I like to park far away from Target, uh-huh. as you can tell from my, my video game preferences. I like games like Solar Jetman that feel like chores. Yeah, so, have a so little I, mini
1: adventure on your way yeah. to Target.
0: I like to park really far away. So then I walk down the sidewalk that bisects the parking lot. You know the the Emeryville Target. You, I do. You might have been to that Target yourself. So as I'm walking down, I call it the King's Road. Uh, the architectural <laughs> term would be the causeway. So as I'm walking down the causeway, uh, I, I, I look left and right, and there's just other people sitting in their cars looking at their phones. And I counted 12 God darn people. Between my car and the target that's yeah. weird, okay, so anyway, I was sitting in my car looking at my phone, and here 's what snapped me out is a bunch of youths, you know you know what you know youths, like yeah. teenagers, a bunch of youths, a large crowd of them, walked by, and one of them yelled, "Are you San Leandro Police Department?" because it says because the the, the words "San Leandro Police Department are written." Uh, in, in marker on the windshield of my car from the right. last time it was impounded yeah. and this was in Emeryville and I look up and I go uh, no and then the one guy goes you're not a cop right and I go no and there's like eight youths right and they just all are walking by the window of my car mm-hmm. and then one guy goes he goes I got you a rock a crack I trade you for that car <laughs> so that's what I was thinking when I said I would give you $50 for your <laughs> <laughs> I, what I really wanted to say was was I got a rock of crack I'll trade you for that Gizmondo yeah uh, but you wouldn't have gotten that reference I was not going to know it without my long explanation there so yeah. so there it is All right. oh, I've got a crack of rock a rock of crack of rock I will trade you for that Gizmondo
2: yeah uh, yeah to so that's,
0: rock. that's the end of that story there uh uh so the game I would recommend since we're talking about portable games. And this is one you might have played, but I don't think you did. And me and Frank recommended it to you once on the Insert Credit Show long ago. But here it is, again. The game
1: The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening for
0: the original Game Boy.
1: You are correct that I have not indeed played it. I mean, indeed not played it. Okay, so let
0: me just tell you what's up with it. It is, okay, first of all, you should play it on an original Game Boy, you know, the big ugly one, and you should play it in the original pea green and brown color scheme. All right. I don't mean like urine pea.
1: P- oh, I know what you P-P-E-A. mean.
0: P-E-A. Uh, if your P is green, yeah. you need to hang up the phone on the insert credit show immediately and instead dial your doctor's phone number.
1: Yeah. If you uh, have one. If you know <laughs> how to call them. If you if you don't live in America, uh, yeah. because
0: I, I don't think your urine should ever be green. No, Orange, except on
1: St. Patrick's Day.
0: Oh yeah, or, or uh, the day after St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, if you know what which, I mean. Which is, uh, uh, what do you call it? That would that would presume that people uh, hold their urine in for like twenty four hours, which is you know usually it's uh, about twenty hours, twenty three hours less than that. But Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening is in that pea green and brown, and I played it in the back of a van driving across the United States uh, when I was a a large child, and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was it was truly beautiful. It was beautifully truthful. I think so, one
1: of my one of my difficulties with playing a game of that nature the the thing that psychs me out from playing it in advance of even truly considering playing it is the knowledge that I'm not. I'm going to have to play it up until a certain point, and in order to save my progress, and ah, this yes. this distresses me because I don't I don't know how long I want to get into a situation. I might want to get into something for five minutes, but that's not going to be possible.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't suspend. Cause yes, it would be on the old Game Boy. It has been re released uh, to god darn death for every Nintendo portable though, and it's a. Hmm. Uh, Downloadable, I believe, on the 3DS. Uh, but I think they do the deluxe version, which was the Game Boy Color version that had uh, some little, yeah, some colors. But I think the desolation of playing it in the original black and white uh, really fits the scorched earth feeling of the game. So the game is it is positioned as a side story to The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past for the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo, uh, in which the hero, Link, saves the world. You know, good for him, right? But then he goes off on a journey in the opening cutscene of Link's Awakening on a little boat that gets beset by a storm. And his boat is destroyed and he wakes up on a mysterious island. And on the mysterious island, there's a huge egg on the top of a mountain. And everybody on the island is kind of weird. And they believe that there's some god inside the egg that is going to hatch. And it quickly becomes apparent to Link as he uh, hangs out on this island. Very hangouty game. It becomes very apparent that somehow he is trapped in some mythical beast's dream. And all of the people he's meeting are figments of the imagination of the beast that is sleeping inside of the egg. So he has to figure out how to wake the beast up Uh. Uh, and possibly destroying all of the people on the island and doing so who aren't real anyway. Oh. And uh that's that's the kind of the bottom line, the boilerplate for the plot there.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh
0: that's you know that's the weirdest thing that's ever been in a Zelda game and it's it's actually like got it. it's got a very 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 strong sense of writerliness to it, which none of the other Zeldas have. People always talk about Majora's Mask these days, but that's, like, that's the ultimate Zelda game that people like to pretend they've played. It's, like, it's not really, you know. Man, it's good, whatever, but it's it's the weird one where you rewind the clock every three days.
1: Right. And you, Yeah,
0: so it's, like, it's got that going for it. But Link's Awakening is just straight up, it's weird, and it's, it's beautiful. And at the same time, it was made for the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, so it's not a they had to be kind of minimalist with it. So it's very simple and the dungeons are simple and the graphics are simple and everything is just very clean. And it's just like a painless experience without the BS of most Zelda games. So, and it's just, I mean, I've heard people refer to it as like, like a twin peaks Zelda, which is, uh, I mean, I've heard it compared to twin peaks a lot and I, I don't totally get that comparison. But I don't know. You seem to like Deadly Premonition, yeah, which is Twin Peaks the video game, right? Uh, and I think Link's Awakening has a similar hangout vibe to Deadly Premonition. Well, Just slightly similar. You don't get to drive a car, yeah, but, uh, yeah. You could get it on the 3DS for ten bucks or whatever it is. Yeah,
1: I could get it on the 3DS. I got, I've got, I have the capacity to play that game on either my Game Boy Player. Or on a GBA, so I could do that and get a little closer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. But it's it's real good. I would still totally say you should play that newest Zelda for the three DS, the Link Between Worlds. Mm-hmm. That game is that game's incredible. It's just it's also very weird. But Link's Awakening is like the legit one that is uh it's it's just always kind of been my favorite. Yeah, I tell people I think Link to the Past is the best one. That's the Super Nintendo one, but you know that's kind of like if you're looking at them as like works of architecture or whatever. It's just like that one's the the most finished, most polished yeah. game, the best attention to detail of probably any game that was made on a 16-bit system. But it's not necessarily like my favorite. I like that Link's Awakening man. Game's dope. So that's my suggestion there. Okay, uh, it's it's a you would actually like it suggestion, not a uh, you should play this you idiot suggestion. So so whatever that's worth.
1: Well, I'll do it. Y'all have tried to convince me for many a year, so I guess I'd better just better just get it going. Um, Wahoo! Maybe I should uh, have since we're running uh conspicuously low on time here. And yeah, we, we sure are. And we've only done 3 each. Uh, That's great though. Yeah, should should there be should we keep going with two more that are quick or should we just uh what do you think?
0: Um let's do we want to take some re- why don't we just take some reader questions and then we uh Sure. We come back at this challenge uh next time. Yeah, okay. Um Does anybody in the chat have a question?
1: I'll start with a a question that was asked, not directly of us, but asked by Patrick Miller. Oh, excellent. uh, Earlier on the internet. He was saying, what are the best sonic music tracks that are not Green Hill Zone and and, uh, Chemical Plant Zone? And so... I proposed some of my own favorites, which I would say are uh, from Sonic 3 Ice Cap Zone Act 2, which is really good, and that's that's the one which, as you may know, um, one of Michael Jackson's associates wrote and wound up actually becoming another song from that guy's small-time band, and that's pretty cool. Uh, another one was... The Sonic 3 ending theme, which has all of those kind of drum mouth sounds that Michael Jackson has has created. It has that great kind of uh, plosive beat going on, which I really enjoy. Yeah. I, also, I also mentioned Mystic Cave Zone, of course, from Sonic 2.
0: Oh, excellent one.
1: Yeah. But yeah really. He was
0: saying Green Hill Zone and Chemical Plant Zone. Yeah, I, I mean, believe that's... I saw that tweet. Yeah. Um, man, uh, I think all of the music in Sonic 1 and 2 is good. Yeah. Because Masato Nakamura is my brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not really my brother. But I think all the music in both of those is spectacular. Yeah. I mean, Starlight Zone, how could he not put... Uh, is that not a stereotypically, like... One that's always brought up. Don't well, I people was, just love that one. I was Metropolis a, Zone.
1: It was a little weird that Green Hill and Chemical Plant. I mean, Chemical Plant, I get, but uh, Green Hill Zone is kind of an odd one to choose as best. It's it's like it's like if you're if it's kind of like if I don't know. Hey Jude is your favorite song or something.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a little bit of a fake one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm not. Gonna. I'm not, I'm not calling Patrick Miller a fake Sonic fan or anything. <laughs> uh but it sounds like he's uh it sounds like he's trying to start something. Yeah. Is what it sounds like, uh, Patrick Miller. What are you trying to start, man? Why don't you tell me, huh?
1: I also put in uh, pretty much what I think is my favorite song resulting from all of the Sonic stuff of that sound chip era. Which yeah. uh, is um, the seascape song from Knuckles Chaotix, which has a has a lovely kind of happy, nostalgic sadness to it. It's it's a really great kind of hangout song that makes you feel like makes you feel like you're in a place, and it's really good. And I highly recommend it to anyone who has not listened to that song due to not having played Knuckles Chaotix, you should definitely get on that one.
0: I like that game, because that's the one where you've got a, you got a rubber band.
1: Yep. Good old Knuckles takes. We got any uh, any more questions in the... Uh,
0: it looks like uh, Ask.fm just unsuspended our account like literally two minutes ago. I just got an email about it, and I'm yep. in. Nice. Uh, so we can actually do some. They got it just in, Maybe they were listening. Uh uh and uh, you know
2: like yeah. maybe
0: maybe they were listening and they had a flair for the dramatic and they're big fans of the show uh that's probably what it was uh so i guess we can look at a couple of these i mean there's people in the chat are asking the questions that they've asked uh uh in the uh, actual ask box so let's just take a look at the ask box yeah let's get in there. Um, uh is a playstation vita worth getting yet oh, i love yet. it
1: <laughs> yet <laughs> it's pretty fun. Uh I mean it was it was definitely worth getting 2 years ago.
0: Uh yeah. Uh it was worth getting 2 years ago. You can put PlayStation 1 games on there. Like a lot of them, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like uh Chris Kohler recently made a tweet where he said, "I have created the ultimate Final Fantasy machine." And it's just he's got all of the Final Fantasies for PlayStation 1 on one screen. Of his of his Vita home screens, that's great. That's yeah, fun that you can do that. They
0: got the Final Fantasy one and two collection. They got Final Fantasy four, five, six PlayStation one versions, seven, yep, eight, 8 nine, nine. There you go. Uh, then they've got the ten and ten two HD remake that came out. Yep, uh, eleven. You know who cares? Twelve can't do it. Nope. Final Fantasy Tactics set in the same world as Final Fantasy twelve. There yeah. you go. Where are the lions. Uh, the old War of the Lions, that was uh, the PSP one, which is available on the Vita. I don't know, man. Indeed, Sony's got all that stuff. They're disorganized as a goddarn heck about it.
1: But, yeah, uh, I mean, if you, you, you like, get it all in there, if you like PlayStation games, yes is the answer.
0: <laughs> exactly. let get one. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to emulate uh, legally, emulate all of those, uh, you know, look no further. Okay, we have a question that is uh, describe the sliding in vanquish. I want to say it's like roller skating with your butt. Uh
1: let's say I mm, I wish I could come up with something pithy. Um it's like it's like a a, a slip and slide to a horror show or something. I really don't like that game, as you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah,
0: oh, I know you don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Have you ever played the game Bullet Witch? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Bullet Witch, man. It's a good one. One of uh, the better ones that there
0: is. I mean, I like that dumb game. Kerwin hadn't played it, and we streamed through like most of it in one sitting. And we were just loling. Having such a good time. It's so dumb. It's pretty good. Here's a question you might like. Uh, If you had to introduce someone to Bonk, what games uh, in the series and games not in the series should someone play, and what should they be looking for? This is a complex question. I would say this is probably the last question we have time for because it's exciting.
2: Yeah, it is complex. What games in
0: the series and games not in the series? Oh, if you – so – I'll answer this first, because I know less about Bonk than Mm -hmm. you do. So, Bonk has, uh, has a good, like, visual storytelling style. Yeah. In my opinion. It has environmental storytelling. And it does it very minimally and very cleanly with these levels that actually have very few elements actually moving in them. So, um, I think one game not in the series to play is, uh, decap attack on the sega genesis Mm. which also has which has similar uh environmental storytelling world building but it's just not as good So you can you can look at it as like a critical uh counterpoint to a bonk game bonk's revenge which is the one that brandon will probably say is the best unless your mind has changed it hasn't Oh, there you go. Well, so what what about... What games outside Bonk and inside Bonk would you recommend?
1: Yeah, so I'm having a harder time with the outside Bonk scenario. Uh, I'll think about that a little bit more. But there are three inside that I would say are worth playing if you really actually care and want to f- figure out what's cool about it. So first I would say play Bonk's Adventure and just see how it is. Like the original on the PC engine, just play that and enjoy what it is. It's a pretty straightforward platform game that does have good environmental storytelling and a good sense of flow and progression. And um is pretty snappy but also has weird jumps, which is fun. So then you should play Box Revenge, which really amps up that storytelling thing and really makes you feel much more like you're in a place and and like that place would exist without you or bonk destroying everything in it. And then third, you should play The Bonks Adventure remake for the PlayStation 2 or GameCube, which takes the original game and extends the the gameplay further and and makes it mechanically more interesting because you can bonk a thing up into the air then jump up and bonk it again, and get yourself higher. And you can keep doing that until there's, cra- you find crazy stuff up in the air that was not in the original game. Like yeah, bonk. Also, had...
0: that remake had uh, had gr- a graphical style that was hideous to a lot of people when it came out, but now it really rules. Yeah, I think the graphics in that are
1: totally own now. Yeah, they did a really good job of translating what would. What would this game look like if you if you pushed it forward into the three D era, but you didn't mess with it really too much? Um, which is actually hard to do. So I would say those are what you should play inside and outside. I mean, I guess you should just play like Super Mario Bros. 3 and see how that is a a better Larger game in the grand scheme of things, but how? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> it's very Hudson versus Nintendo because, like, Nintendo will will make a thing and they'll keep refining it and they'll keep making it really, really good at what it's trying to do, and then Hudson would, for that entire era, look at something that Nintendo was doing and be like, "We could probably do a different kind of weirder version of that." And that's kind of what Bonk is. It's it's like they, they looked at a popular thing genre-wise, and then were like, what is our version of this? Because, you know, for Zelda, Hudson had Newtopia. And for mm-hmm. Famicom Wars, Hudson had... Um, military Madness. Military Nectars. Madness, yeah. And there was always this kind of duality that they had going on where they were really close with Nintendo and actually worked collaborated on a lot of uh projects but they were always like not copying them but almost trying to one up them uh like after the fact like they'd see Nintendo would do something first and then Hudson would be like we could do something better and they couldn't exactly but they could do it a little weirder in a way that felt neat so i guess um Super Mario Brothers 3 would be the one to look at against Bonk's Revenge.
0: Despite Mario 3 having like virtually no uh no cohesion in its narrative, it's just content being like a cartoon. Yeah, like with the uh the the quote unquote fan theory being that Mario 3 is just a stage play because all of the platforms are like hanging on strings. Right. And then when asked about that Shigeru Miyamoto replied with, "Well, yeah, Like, 20 years later, and everyone's like, oh, okay. Why did we not know this before? And it's like, oh, nobody ever really kind of asked questions like that. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever asked him how old Mario was until very recently. And the answer is Mario's 25. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, There you go. Well, all right. Scoop of the century. I would say also try to play that Monster World 3. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like that one has a lot of... uh, ideas of the zeitgeist monster world four you know not so much love that game it's the best oh man there's a question from ask fm is there a teacher who has inspired you during your school years we're not going to answer that one (laughs) we're not going to answer that uh that would bring us up to uh to 60 minutes uh yeah well we've got about 48 seconds left and then we're done but uh uh yeah, I mean, maybe we could just talk about stuff for a minute. Uh, well, I
1: feel like we, uh, based on my timeline here, we have gone 15 minutes over, in fact. Because oh, we I, had...
0: I started it when you uh, introduced your first game. Oh. Is what I did. Well, all right, then. I'm having a strange problem. Uh, <laughs> now, let's not talk about my... No. strange problem that I've never seen a problem the likes of this before. Oh, there we go. Okay, never mind. Let's just forget about that. That was weird. Um <laughs> yeah, so I'm uh working on this game Truck Hack. You know that one? Yeah. Yeah. And we're uh we're having a bit of a what do you call it? A bit of a crisis uh of a uh, we we have to decide really soon what the game looks like. Oh. You know. Yeah. I mean we we've got art stuff in there, but there's no uh no commanding narrative uh hook explanation of what the world of the game is supposed to look like. You know, there's no like it's blank meets blank. As Brent Porter put it, Panzer Dragoon is French dragons. Right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah dude. So we don't we don't have that for truck hack.
1: We have its truck. Heck, what does that mean? I don't know. Heck meets trucks. Yeah, I guess you're gonna have to figure that out. Doom cars was one explanation. I mm-hmm. had. Doom with cars, man. Yeah, I'd play.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we're uh, yeah, trying to pitch that and make money for it. You ever, you ever try that <laughs> with something?
1: I tried it a couple times. Not really as easy as uh, as some might say.
0: Yeah, we're about to find out, and we're about to find out an hour or so from now. Uh, I got yeah. offered a job yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one, and I don't want it.
2: <laughs> so, uh,
0: and uh, I feel really bad for not wanting it. Oh. And uh, cause I mean I just I know it wouldn't work.
1: You know, I just know it wouldn't work out. Well, and anyway,
0: that's that's all I have to say about that.
1: You probably shouldn't do it then.
0: Yeah, but man, they yeah. got that's a tasty paycheck. It's spi- <laughs> that's, that's a spicy paycheck, man. Yeah, that's a real one. Uh, but yeah, well,
1: that's all I've got on that front. Am um, I? I don't think I got anything. I think uh you know, we're just trying to trying to figure out how we got we got these two these two games that are sort of nearly done that the publishers all seem to be tired of. And then we've got this one game that's not at all done that all the publishers are like, Yeah, do that. Here's a million dollars Not that they've actually given us the million dollars, but that's what they say. Yeah, I want a million dollars. And so uh it I don't even feels, need a million. Feels I just dumb. need like
0: I need like three hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, actually, that's how much I need in reality.
0: Oh, neat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, then we're on the same page. You better not be trying to get the same three hundred thousand as me.
1: Oh, I'm gonna get them <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which three
1: hundred thousand we're talking about here. <laughs> but uh, just, it's the whole. The, it's the, the prize pot, the three hundred thousand dollar pot. I'm going for it. I'm gonna enter the competition. Yeah, just, you know,
0: pitch your game and uh, you know, get 300,000.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I guess I'll see you on the field of battle then. Yeah, I'll be out there. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right, maybe all we man. should wrap up this thing.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a thing. Uh, hey
1: everybody. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> This format, and if you didn't, there's not much we can do about it right now. So too bad. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think it went well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, maybe it's one of those things that would go better the second time.
1: Yeah, let's find out.
0: Wait, let's say even better. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got, and you can check us out on
1: iTunes. I soon. Yeah. Once we get that working again. Once once they stop having us being a. Suspended for criminal activity once again, or whatever it is that people have made us yeah, there, have. There's probably
0: want. somebody doesn't like us. I think. Yep. I think that might be it. Some weird balls, crazy person is just mean. Is what it feels like.
1: I'm kind of a Jerko. Okay, yeah. well, uh, thanks to Blaine Brown for doing this, uh, editing everything together. Yeah. And, that guy, Blaine Brown. Brain blown, and I guess we'll see you all later. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll be back on our next episode, and it'll be cool.
2: Insert credit show. Yeah.
0: Until then, have a good time with something else.